Here we go. So uh, we are going to start on um, some padding in a seated position. You know, your choice, whether you use padding or not, what padding you use, and then what kind of seat you take. Uh, I'm going to demonstrate Siddhasana um, with one heel in front of the other and the knees bent out to either side of the room. The reason I chose this pose is I have more height underneath my hips than I usually have, um, so that allows me to um, align the heels up in this way. So take your, ch <laughs> take your preferred seat, and once you've arrived in that seat, close your eyes. Invite yourself here onto your mat, into this space and time. And let's start our, uh, our exploration of this moment with our perceptions relating to the world around us. So you might notice those spaces where your body is making contact with the surfaces beneath you. Feel the weight of your body pushing into those spaces. And you might also recognize that the earth is holding you up, pushing back into you. There's an exchange of energy there. Now consider the temperature of the air around you. Is the air of the room warmer or cooler than your skin? Are there places where you feel movement of air from a fan or from maybe you're practicing outside? Maybe there's a gentle breeze. Are there places where you feel most acutely, that sense of connection with the air around you. Now delve the senses inward. What are you experiencing in this shape at this moment? Where do you feel most acutely? Perhaps you feel a muscle or a muscle group, a joint, could be an organ, or you might have a headache. Scan for all of those feelings. And now begin to notice your breath. Breathe in and out through your nostrils. 
consider the nature of the breath. The breath being a constant interplay, a constant interaction, an energetic exchange between your body and the air around you. like, transition to the practice of ujjayi pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat. are going to practice the breathing technique of Nadi Shodhana today. So this is the channel cleansing breath. So this pose, as I learned it, has a specific drishti or focal point. And as I learned it, the focal point of this uh, breath work is to focus on the tip of your nose. And I have pretty much always ignored that and I've practiced this breath quite often. But I was thinking about this breath uh, in terms of the class today and considering why that drishti might be at the tip of the nose. And what I was um, wondering is if that connection with the tip of the nose might be um, this recognition of the inner, the internal and external exchange of the breath. So the focusing on the tip of the nose is really focusing on that space where the transition is taking place. So let's try this breath technique with the drishti of, of staring uh, softly at the end of one's own nose. So this breath technique is practiced by taking the right palm, uh, take, turn the right palm to the ceiling, and then bring the index finger and middle finger of the right hand to the base of the thumb like so. And then I'm going to take my left thumb to the crease of my right nostril, press it there just gently, and the uh, other two fingers to the crease of my left nostril. So we're going to use the hand to direct breath from one nostril to the other, and this doesn't need to be some, some um, dr dramatic or drastic movement. It's just a very gentle, soft pressure to redirect the breath. So we're going to inhale through the right nostril. Exhale through the left nostril. Inhale left. Exhale right. Okay, so that was one round. I'll have you uh, continue on through a, through a few rounds on your own. A couple of things to note, you can continue this with the ujjayi pranayama uh, contraction at the back of your throat, or you can let go of that if that's distracting. Uh, again, the drishti is at the tip of your own nose. So I'll have you go on for, I'll count um, five on my own, and then we'll all stop around the same time. So get to it.
finish up one more round. As you exhale now through your right nostril, please close your eyes and bring your hands together in front of your heart. We will chant Om uh, three times before beginning the moving practice. And I want you to attempt to connect with this uh, vibratory sound moving up the central channel. Um, and also, can you focus on the vibratory quality of the sound within your body as well as focusing on the, um, the sound, the, uh, the, <laughs> yeah, the sound that is moving from your body out into the world. Exhale for the first of three ohms and inhale for ohm. your head to your heart, release your palms to your thighs, and then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. Okay, we'll switch the cross of our legs, bring the opposite ankle on top or in front, left hand behind the hip, right hand crosses to the right thigh, inhale to grow tall, and exhale, begin to revolve, right to left, bottom to top, inside to outside. Breathe into the shape. Eventually, Taking uh, the neck and head into the revolution. Keep your chin parallel to the earth. And then attempt to lead the gaze with the right eye over the back shoulder towards the back wall or beyond the left shoulder towards the wall that now um, your upper back is facing. So the gaze leading the, um, the, leading the pose, leading the climax of the pose, kind of. Inhale, come back through center, and we'll go the second direction. Right hand behind the hip, left hand crosses to the right thigh. 
Inhale, grow tall. Exhale, revolve. So again, if we uh, use this uh, analogy of the spiral staircase, as I often do in this shape. So think about your awareness moving up uh, from the floor, along the spine, eventually across the chest, eventually into the neck, and then the gaze uh, leading, continuing to lead uh, the, the movement over the right shoulder. Can you lead the gaze now with the left eye? Inhale to bring you back to center and move any padding off to the side as you come into a tabletop shape. Plant the wrists below the shoulders, spread fingers, knees are hip width. Inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift into cow pose and exhale round the spine. Chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling. In cat and continue to move through these two shapes with the pace of your own breath. Again, we might consider the drishti or the, uh, where the gaze goes, the focal point in this sequence. So as you inhale into the cow pose, you're looking up, moving deeply into this back contraction. Then as you exhale, rounding the spine deeply, turning the gaze in towards the body, in towards the belly button as you open up the vertebra uh, along the back of the spine. So just very simply, we can, um, a lot of times we, uh, we are looking outward, we're looking into the unknown, <laughs> we're looking into the great beyond when we are moving into our back bending shapes. And often when we are in a forward folded or spine rounding or kind of a um, almost uh, protective position, we are turning the gaze inward. Okay, let's come back to a neutral spine, right hand below the face, left hand to the back of the skull. Inhale, open the chest towards the left, look up, point up with the left elbow, and exhale, curl the left elbow towards the right forearm or wrist. Inhale, open left, exhale, curl in, movement with breath, inhale, open left, three, head into the hand. Exhale, curl in, two more, inhale, open left, let the lower body accommodate the movement of the upper body, inhale, open left, final time, and exhale, curl in. Now left hand below the face, right hand to the back of the skull, inhale, open right, elbow up, gaze up, head in hand. Exhale, curl in, elbow towards the wrist or forearm, inhale, open up. Exhale, curl in two. Inhale, open up. Exhale, curl in three. 
Inhale, open up. Exhale, curl in four. Last one. Inhale, open up. And exhale, curl in. Hand back to a tabletop position. Scooch to the top of your mat so that you have room to extend the legs back into a plank position. Once in plank, align the shoulders, hips, and heels. So if your hips are down here, lift through the inner thighs, draw back through the sides of the waistline so your body is more like a plank. If, uh, if the hips are still weighing towards the earth, bring the knees to the floor to get, uh, to get better alignment and better safety for the low back. Okay, from plank, we're going to push the hips up and back to downward facing dog. And as we do so, we're going to bend the knees, lift up onto the toes, look forward, push the hands down and forward strongly as you look forward, reach the hips up and back. Lengthen the distance between your fingertips, pushing down and forward and your hips reaching up and back. And then as you release the head down, lengthen down through the heels, lift into the kneecaps, draw the lower ribs in and back. Arrive in your dog. Notice what and where you are feeling. So where does your gaze go in this pose? My, I'm usually looking at my feet, but today I'm going to look at my thighs as I press my hips back, try to move my uh, lower ribs towards my thighs as I continue to draw them in and back, if that makes any sense. Inhale, let's take the left leg up and back for a prolonged three-legged dog. So, keep the hands pushing down and forward, hips pushing up and back. Make sure those left toes are pointing straight down. Looking at the left leg, push back through the foot, lift through the thigh, lift the leg higher, higher, highest, and then look to the top of your mat and lunge the left foot forward. I'm going to take some time to gather my blocks. If you have blocks, you might like to use them on either side of your front foot. That's just been my preferred method of practicing lunges lately. So um, come into your lunge with the back knee lifted, long stride, knee and toes pointing forward, collarbones broad, gaze forward, establishing strong legs, and we are going to move into our first warrior pose from here. So look back at the right foot and step it forward maybe six or eight inches. The right toes are going to turn to the, towards the top right corner of the mat. And then take your hands to your hips, draw back through the sides of the waistline to bring the upper body upright. Try to square the chest forward by wrapping the right ribs forward and drawing the left ribs slightly back. Lengthen your tailbone in, or lengthen your tailbone down by engaging in your upper abdomen. Okay, start with the hands on the hips, and then we're going to sink into that front knee. So you'll notice weight momentum going forward, but we have to stabilize in our legs. So as weight moves forward to bend that front knee, then pull back to the left heel, pull back to the right outer foot. Draw in and back through the upper abdomen. Arms at the sides, shoulders roll back. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead. Palms face one another. 
And for my warrior one, for the purpose of this class, I'm going to advise that the gaze is straight ahead. So um, with, this, um, with this concept of warrior today, we are staring off into the battles that we are going to face, the challenges in our life, and how will we present ourselves in those challenges. Feel the strength of your legs, the length of your spine, your, your, um, your stable and agile, uh, adaptable and strong. And press the right, the left leg straight. Frame the hands, frame the front foot with the hands. And then place the blocks off to the side. Press back once again, downward facing dog. And I will invite you to do our first set of five push-ups if you would like to do those today. Inhale, come forward to plank or plank on the knees. Exhale, lower down with control. Inhale, press back up. And exhale, leads you back to down dog because it is yoga. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back two. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back three. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back four. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, five. You gotta keep that uh, <laughs> illusion that uh, push ups can be in a yoga class by doing a downward facing dog. Okay, right leg lifts straight up and back. Push the hands down and forward, knee and toes point downward. Hips up and back, lift through the right leg, extend and lift, extend and lift, extend and lift, higher, higher, highest. Lift the top of your mat and then lunge the right foot forward. Set up with blocks if you like blocks. For your lunge, establish your lunge, notice what you are feeling, what you are expressing, notice the breath happening throughout the experience of the pose, how the breath influences and changes the pose. From here, we're going to look back at the left foot, hop it forward six to eight inches, Left toes point to the top left corner of the mat, hands to the hips, come on up. Revolve the left ribs forward, right ribs back, so chest is squared towards the room in front of you. And now let the hips melt down and forth, so you feel that weight, that momentum moving forward. Now get grounded in the present moment. Draw that energy back to the right heel, back to the left foot. Draw the lower ribs in and back. Arms at your side, shoulders roll back. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead. Reach up out of your waistline through your fingertips and exemplify your warrior. First of three warriors today. Notice what and where you're feeling. Notice what you are embodying, what you are expressing.
Okay, straighten the right leg. Hands on blocks on either side of the front foot or on the floor. Place the blocks off to the side if you have them. Press back, downward facing dog. Hips push uh, up and back. Hands push down and forward. Look to the thighs, press the thighs back. And then inhale if you'd like to plank. Exhale, lower down. Inhale, press up. Exhale, back. One. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back. Two. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back. Three. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back. Four. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press, exhale, back, five. Left leg lifts again. Lift to the top of your mat, exhale, lunge the left foot forward, set up in your lunge. Walk the right foot forward, toes to the top right corner of the mat, arms sweep out, up and overhead as you come to warrior one again. Okay, I've always found this trans transition a little bit awkward because there is quite a bit that we need to do to transition into warrior two, but we're going to do it anyway. So left toes remain pointing to the top, pointing to the front of the mat, as well as the left knee. And then we're going to take the arms down to the height of the shoulders. We're going to walk the right foot back and align the right outer foot with the back edge of the mat. Tone the right leg as though you're pulling a tight stocking up the right leg. Square your chest now to the rightmost wall. Bend deeply into the left knee. Lengthen the tailbone down. Broaden across the collarbones. And now for the focal point. Out to battle. Out to what is beyond the left fingertips. What challenges are you facing and how will you face them? Exemplify strength, flexibility, What else? What else is in your warrior? And heck, instead of flying our warrior today, we're going to get humble. So let's take the right hand along the right arm, right leg, turn the left palm up towards the ceiling, keep the front knee bent deeply, sweep the left arm over the left ear, and lean back. Draw the right ribs forward as you look up beyond the left tricep muscles. Isn't this a beautiful pose? Humble warrior. You can either keep your right hand where it is or wrap your right hand behind the back and try to grab the top of the left thigh or just have the palm facing out. Lengthen along the left side body. Inhale back to warrior two. Again, warrior two. Deeply bent in the front knee. Expanding across the chest, but pulling the shoulder blades together on the back of the heart. Expanding out through the legs, but keeping the tailbone tucking down. And feet pulling isometrically in towards center. Straighten the left leg. <laughs> Hands to either side of the... Uh, front foot on blocks or on the floor. Turn the right toes forward. Take the blocks off to the side of the mat. Press back. Downward facing dog. Walk out your dog. Gonna cool it on the push-ups between these two. <laughs> and uh, once you have um, 
regulated your dog. <laughs> Let's bring the right leg straight up and back. Look to the top of the mat and lunge the right foot forward. Set up on blocks or fingertips on either side of the front foot. Establish the lunge briefly. Step the left foot forward. Sweep the arms out, up and overhead, bending deeply into the front knee, drawing back through the sides of the waistline, and then opening up into warrior two. Arms down to the height of the shoulders, step the left foot back, outer edge of the left foot parallel to the short end of the mat, bend the right knee in the direction of the right toes, tone the muscles up the left leg, Johnny Bonda, knee lock, tailbone down, lower ribs in and back, Shoulder blades on the back, shoulder blades down the back, chin parallel to the floor, look out beyond those right fingertips. Into the battle, into the fray. I was gonna try to quote Shakespeare because I did have to remember a Shakespeare um, <laughs> uh, speech at one point in seventh grade. <laughs> Once more onto the, into the breach, is that what it is? Okay. So be your warrior, embody your warrior. And then let's get humble. Left hand to the thigh, right palm to the sky. Lean back, look up, left ribs forward, deep bend in the front knee. Keep the left hand where it is, or you might experiment with bringing the left hand behind the back. Either palm faces out or try to Grab the top of the left thigh with the right thigh with the left hand. Breathe along the right side body. Back to warrior two. Ah. <laughs> Being a warrior is hard. Straighten the right leg. Frame the front foot, lift the back toes, send it back, downward facing dog, move the box off to the side, walk it out. <sighs> okay, let's do some five, let's do our five push-ups last set, and then we'll go through a half sun citation. Inhale forward, exhale lower, inhale press, exhale back, one if you like. Inhale back, exhale down, inhale press, exhale back two. Inhale forward, exhale lower, inhale press, exhale back three. Inhale forward, exhale lower, inhale press, exhale back four. Last one, variation, inhale, plank, exhale, lower down, chaturanga, lift through the inner thighs, shoulders on the back, hold, five, four, three, two, one, lower all the way down. Lengthen back through the toes, press the tops of the feet down. Inhale, curl up. I lied, we're not gonna flow here. We're just gonna hang out in our cobra pose. Press the feet down, tone the muscles of the legs. Elbows in towards the side ribs, shoulder blades on the back. And now, begin to press hands down as you lift the chest higher. Keep the elbows hugging in. Shoulders away from the ears, collarbones broad, sides of the neck back, crown of the head lifts. Point the toes strongly back, press the feet down. Then slowly lower, right cheek to the floor, arms at your sides, big toes touch, heels wide apart. Head heavy, neck soft, arms heavy, upper back broad. 
Big toes touch, heels wide apart. Eyes closed or soft, gaze at the edge of your own mat. Arrive in this moment. Again, you might um, notice the influence of your body on the earth, the influence of the earth on your body, the influence of the air on your skin, the influence of your skin on the air around you, the sensations of your body, muscles, bones, joints, organs, and come back to the breath. Again, cobra pose, chin on the floor, point the toes back, feet are hip width distance apart, tone the legs so the kneecap pull in and up away from the floor, lengthen back through the tailbone and then scoop the tailbone forward so you feel the front of your pelvis pushing into the floor. Attempt to draw your lower abdomen in and up, pulling it away from the floor, hands frame the ribs, elbows up towards the ceiling, shoulder blades on the back, inhale, curl up. Keep the elbows in, shoulder blades on the back, shoulder blades down the back, legs toning, and then push down. Isometrically push the hands down and pull them back. Collarbones broaden, elbows down, side of the neck back, crown of the head lifts, legs engaged, lower abdomen in and up. Keep breathing. Slowly lower down, left cheek to the floor, arms at your sides, big toes touch, heels widen apart, eyes soft or eyes closed. Return to the present. Body with the earth, skin with the air, Okay, uh, we are going to do two versions of bow pose. Bend the knees, flex the feet, reach back for the ankles. If you can grab only one ankle, grab the left ankle, you'll do the right ankle on the second side. Um, keep the ankles and knees hip width distance apart, and then begin to kick the ankles into the hands, lifting the thighs strongly up away from the floor. You may sway with the breath. Keep engaged with the legs. Let the shoulders be drawn back as you lift and open the heart. Sides of neck back, gaze may go up. Slowly lower down, right cheek to the floor, arms at your side. Big toes touch, heels widen apart. 
with the activation of that pose, the looking outward <laughs> nature of that pose, uh, make, counter it with an inward gaze here. Slow and deep breath. Okay. Turn to the floor. You're either going to reach back and grab the outside of the right ankle, or you're going to bend both knees and grab the outside of the feet with toes pointed. Okay. Ankles and knees, hip width distance apart, no wider. Shoulders back, kick, and lift. Kick voraciously. <laughs> voraciously? I don't know if that's a, the good term for this pose. Okay, kick, uh, look up as though you're going to see your feet coming up over the crown of your head. Into the unknown. This is my only opportunity to sing that, so I needed to do it. Keep breathing, keep kicking, keep lifting. Slowly lower down, left cheek to the floor, arms at your sides, big toes touch, heels widen apart, head heavy, neck soft, arms heavy, upper back broad. into the floor. Take your knees as wide as the mat. Bring your big toes to touch behind you. Sink your hips all the way down to your heels. Push your hands down and forward to round through that low spine. And then look forward. Start to walk the arms forward. Spread the fingers. Open the palms. Lower the head towards or to the floor. Forehead to the mat or again start by turning the right cheek to the mat. If the face is pressing uncomfortably into the floor, breathe into the back body. Again, a counter pose to those explosive, expressive, um, emotive back bends. Posture of reflection. Turn the left cheek to the floor, head heavy, neck soft. And then find your way once again to downward facing dog. Hands push down and forward, hips push up and back, heels lengthen towards the floor, kneecaps lift. And then walk your hands to your feet. Fold forward at the back of your own mat. Push the feet down, lift the kneecaps up, press the hips high into the air, lengthen the crown of the head down towards the floor. Take any variations on this if you'd like. Uh, if you're feeling a shoulder stretch and you'd like to interlace your fingers behind your back, do so. Or grab the ankles, pull the upper body downward. And then come down onto your knees. Okay. I've got this 
um, had the mic facing kind of weird direction. Uh, okay, so we're going to come to, um, we got to do those sage poses, so we're going to do those now. Come to um, staff pose. So this is a pose where your, um, your butt ski, as I like to call it, is on uh, some padding or on the floor, and your legs are extended straight forward. Um, I... <laughs> I am in the habit of manually moving the flesh of my buttocks back and apart to get a better connection between my sits bones and whatever I'm seated on. So if you like to do that, uh, this is a good time to try it out. You're probably uh, at home alone or, you know, nobody else is watching you. Um, okay, so staff pose. Legs are straight. Toes are pulling back. Hands on uh, either right by the hips, or if you're you have a longer if you have longer arms, the hands might be, be somewhere behind the hips. I'm going to turn my body. If you have a strap, this might be a good time to have that strap handy as we come into Marichyasana one pose, and this is a sage. Oh, this yeah, this is the, the name of a sage, Marichyasana. So. Um, so consider the inward gaze of this pose, the comp <laughs> contemplative nature of this shape. Okay, so uh, hands come to the left leg, draw the left knee in and up towards the chest, leaving about a fist's width distance between the inner right thigh and the inner left foot. Got a very, um, very orange... <laughs> coloration happening here now. I'm aware of that with the lighting. Okay, um, left hand behind the hip, right arm reaches up, lengthen the spine. What am I doing? That's not right. I got distracted by the lighting. Okay, left arm reaches up, I apologize, and then fold, hinge at the hips, fold over the right leg. So with the left hand, you can grab the outside of the right leg, perhaps the calf, ankle or foot if you can reach, and then hug the left uh, thigh in towards the left shoulder. Wrap the left arm around the front of the left shin, then bend the elbow, placing the back side of the left hand at the outside of the left hip. Does that make sense? Right arm wraps around, and this is when you can use the strap as a form of arm extender. So you could either hold the strap in both your hands to get them connected, or you can inter you can uh, hook the fingers together. Or if you have uh, more space, you could attempt to grab the left wrist with the reaching right arm. So right, left wrist with right hand. Okay, squeeze uh, the left thigh in towards the left shoulder. Fold over the right leg, reach through the right leg, and then let the forehead. Uh, come towards or to the right leg. So you're either looking down to the leg or turning the gaze in towards the body. You might even close the eyes, as I like to close my eyes a lot in yoga. So again, kind of this uh, experience of the um, that, that sensory uh, vision outward and turning that vision internally. Turning that vision inward. So what and where do you feel the pose? 
Okay, as you're ready, release the bind. Come back up. You might, uh, you might arch the upper back, look up as a little counter pose as you come on out of that shape. And then extend your left leg forward to meet the right. Bring the right hand to the right knee, pulling the knee in and up towards the chest with a fist width distance between the inner thigh and inner foot. Okay, let me get it right this time. Uh, right arm reaches, lift up out of the waistline, fold over the left leg, reach for the outside of the left uh, shin, ankle, or foot with the right hand. Reach the heart towards the foot, reach the toes towards the heart. And I can choose to stay here, wrap the right arm around the front of the right shin, hugging the right thigh in towards the right ribs. Palm facing out, wrap the left arm back to clasp the hands or use a strap to extend the arms. Can be a little tricky to get uh, the hands both on the strap. I usually come around in class and um, hand people the strap in this shape. Uh, push through the foot and then forehead down towards or to the leg. If you'd like, you can even, um, this might be a little curl of the upper back, tucking the chin towards the chest. A little pretzely here. Okay, release the bind, handspring the left leg, curl in the heart, look up, and then come on out of there. Both legs forward, staff pose, arms at your sides or arms behind, tone the legs, push through the heels, pull back through the toes, and we will fold forward in Paschimottanasana. You can walk the arms forward along the sides of the legs. You can grab the legs, feet, or ankles. Fold in, release the head down. Perhaps the head uh, rests on something, whether it be the legs, a blanket, or a block tower. Where is your uh, sensory uh, perception acute at this moment? Perhaps there, you are paying attention, you are um, noticing several things at once, inside and outside the body. They are not mutually exclusive. All, it's all happening at once.
Okay, I could stay there for a while, but we gotta keep going. Grab the outside of the leg once again. Pull the chest forward, curling the upper back. Look up, little counter pose. And then walk the hands back to an upright seat. Okay, move any padding off to the side. We're gonna begin our descent. So put your seatbelt on. Uh, bring your, bring your um, chair back to an upright position. <laughs> Take your arms out to a T. Feet as wide as the mat. Exhale, let the knees fall to the left. Inhale through center and exhale right. Move the legs side to side with the pace of your own breath. Another exhale, release the knees to the left. You might bring the left ankle to the outside of the right thigh. Using the weight of the left leg now to pull the right inner thigh even more deeply towards the floor, releasing the weight of the legs, relaxing the upper body, softening the abdomen. You have the foot hooked, unhook it, bring the knees back through center and then over to the right. If you did it on the first side and would like to do it again, hook the right ankle to the outside of the left thigh or if you'd like to try it on this side and it didn't work on the other side, it is your practice. You are likely to find that um, your body does not uh, create the shapes in the exact same way on on both, on both sides. That is very, um, that is an experience that almost everybody has at some point in the yoga practice. Heck, I'm just gonna say everyone. Everyone has that. Okay, unhook, draw, uh, re-square the hips, draw the knees in and up towards the armpits, squeeze them in, then transition to happy baby, grabbing the outside edges of the feet, rocking from side to side, massaging the back body. And then inner feet together, interlace the fingers around the outer edges of the feet, Lengthen the low back along the floor as you extend out through the inner thighs, contract through the outer hips, use the pressure of the feet into the hands to pull the arms taut, shoulder blades lifting away from the floor as the back of the head remains grounded. And now finally, before Savasana, let's show ourselves some appreciation with a big old hug. Draw your knees into your chest, wrap your arms around the fronts of your legs, grabbing wrists, forearms, or elbows. Hug chin to chest, forehead towards your to the knees. Squeeze the legs, curl the tailbone towards the heel. Less of your back body is on the floor. Squeeze in tight. Oh, you're so much. And then let it go. Finally, at least where I'm at, uh, Putting on some additional clothing here might actually sound appealing. 
So if you have that sweater or sweatshirt you'd like to put on for Savasana, take the time to do it. Make yourself feel welcome in this pose, safe and supported. So I am going to demonstrate legs up the wall today since we didn't do an inversion in our practice. Um, so I'm placing a uh, blanket, this could be a firm pillow or a bolster, at the baseboard of the wall. I'm going to keep this other blanket here, because um, I'm cold. And I'm going to scooch my hips to the wall, swing legs up the wall, lift hips up onto the blanket or bolster, and then I'm going to figure out if I can use this strap to um, keep my legs together, because I like to... Uh, I like to just let my legs relax. So find your way to your preferred um, restive or restorative shape, whether it be legs up the wall or um, lying flat on the back or a goddess pose. I even occasionally prefer a child's pose just for the um, for that um, kind of safety of that shape. So, invite yourself into this time and space, and you might again go through all the perceptions, all the, um, the ways that you are interpreting your experience of the world around you, of the world within you. And this is a time not of action, but an opportunity for reflection and release.
if you're ready, <laughs> if and when you're ready, begin to invite movement back into the extremities of the physical being. You might uh, wiggle your ears, move your fingers and toes, start to reawaken the body and whatever, whatever movements feel um, appropriate, restorative. Eventually bending the knees, extend the left arm along the left ear, roll onto your left side, transitioning into a fetal position, and eventually into a seated position. Bring your hands onto your heart. Start to re-engage with the breath. You might feel the chest expand and contract with inhale and exhale. You might feel the pulse of the heart within you and without you. We'll close practice with a single sound foam. Exhale, empty the lungs. And inhale from. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your dedication to your practice. The light in me recognizes and bows to the light in you. Namaste. Um, thank you for being here. What does this say? Somebody said something.
uh, park your whatever on that side. Um, okay, well, I hope to see uh, I hope to see some familiar faces on Sunday. Um, if you know if that's not if that's not what you're into right now, I'm going to keep being here. Um, uh, my schedule is still kind of in flux. Again, this Wednesday evening class uh, is the one thing that I don't plan to change anytime soon. But if I do, I will make that clear on the website and um, try to advertise on social media, which I don't like to do, so I actually won't do. Okay, uh, but I will make it clear on the website. Okay, have a good evening or day or, you know, yeah, day works. <laughs>